have audio issues fixed. And everybody can hear everything. Hey everybody, welcome to episode 88 of the Gene Pool Variety Hour. I am the old guy of the group. I'm Sean, I'm dad of, the, of, of, of this duo. And the guy on the other screen with all the posters behind him is... Greetings, young mortals. I am Quillmeister, a.k.a. the Storyteller. Also, also known as Connor, this guy's son. Yeah, that guy. So I'm I'm just being weird tonight. <laughs> so anyway, well, um, well, actually, hold on. When am I not weird? That is 100% accurate. I think I think the accurate. longest time. Okay, I think the longest time time I've ever gone without being weird is that is that time I, I, was, I was inside mom's stomach. Oh, you were probably As, weird then too. You just didn't know it. So that yeah, would be my true. guess. So anyway, I mean, um, I mean, I mean, didn't I come out of there? Um, come come out of there like 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 fucking Looney Tunes frog. Uh, yeah, Hello, uh, my baby. Hello, my honey. Hello, my uh, ragtime girl. Well, you, you did come. You using the placenta as a top hat. <laughs> no, that was Luke. Luke Luke, Luke used his <laughs> Luke used his placenta as a frisbee because it splatted on the floor. Uh, what the f <laughs> what? Oh yeah, okay. you didn't hear about. Okay, so is that true? Oh, is that true? A hundred percent, a hundred percent. So, wow. so you know, with you, mom only pushed for four minutes. You know, mom, 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 mom was good at birthing babies. So, so I, I was ready to come out. So by the by the time by the time the doctor got there, he basically just come in there and be Johnny Bench and catch you as you came out. I mean, um, and and with Luke, mom pushed once. But then, you know, um, but then later on, when, when the nurse was cleaning up, um, she was walking across the room, and your mom and I heard, splat! And the <laughs> nurse was mortified, because she dropped the placenta on the floor, and it splatted across the, the, the floor. And oh, your wow. mom and I died laughing. <laughs> and the poor nurse at this Catholic hospital was mortified. Anyway, so, so yeah, enough of that. So we're just a bunch of nerds that like to talk about nerdy stuff. We will review random movies. We have decided to start trying some new things. So last mm -hmm. week we had a had a guest on. We had TV's Travis on last week and tried a new segment, Travis. a new segment that we're starting called Ever Changing Story, where we, which I think was a rousing success. I thought it went pretty well. I kind of I had to I had to suck up the end and and mm -hmm. and and do the last bit, which was hard to tie it up with what was left on the dice board. To finish up the story, and I'm 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 out of shape in storytelling, so it took me a while, and so hopefully that'll get better. But yeah, it was interesting. It turned out better than I thought it would. Um, where we just make up a random story, we roll story dice, and each of us take three dice and take turns starting a story and finishing the story, just make it up on the fly. So we did that last week. We've got some other I ideas. Also just love Travis. Oh, Travis, Travis is, a, is he's a great guy. Dude. Me and me and him had had an in depth conversation about um um about about DC Comics and, and yeah. specifically towards the end about about the different iterations of Joker and if that and if Joker as a character could be redeemed in some way. Right, which we all we, what, 
it was a rousing no on all fronts. But well, it, but it's, it's still a very fun conversation to have. You know, it's just it was like a what it. It was a round. It was a, a resounding no on mine and Travis's. We had to convince you, but but anyway. So um, we got some other ideas that we're, we've got coming up um, that are going to involve guests. We need to get some guests lined up, and we had some some logistical issues in the month of June, so it's kind of delayed some things. So we've got something we're going to do for the entire month of July. Uh, with the, with me and Connor that we're going to do. Um, and then starting in August, we're going to start having guests again and do, do some of those kind of things. We'll talk about those things more down the road. Um, but we also are... The thing that we always do is we always pick a movie at random. We roll dice to pick a movie completely at random and review that. Or I wouldn't say review. Uh, I would say just talk about because we're not movie reviewers. Um, so, so that's kind of what we do. Uh, Connor usually has some kind of weird question he wants to ask. And we talk about usually. that. We usually end up in a debate about that. And then we just chase lots of chickens, you know, where we will just, that's, something will take us down a rabbit hole um, or the chicken coop, and uh, we'll go there for who knows how long. So yeah. anyway, so um, where, do you, where do you want to start tonight? Do you want to start with a question? Do you want to start with the movie? Do you well, want to, What do you want to start with? Well, well, well. That's the thing. Um, um, what we're testing out tonight isn't our classic geek question, you know. Yeah, go ahead. But we um, can. But we can. If you got a question, you got a question ready. I'm dad. You know me. I always have a question. Okay. Ready. Well, I can go ahead and push the jingle anyway. I want to ask you a bunch of questions, and I want to have them answered immediately. But that's Go the thing. Um, um, the segment we were talk we're talking about doing tonight isn't isn't necessarily our, our classic question thing that we've done in in the past. It's the closest. It's the closest jingle I got right now. So go with it. <laughs> so anyway, so um, what's on your head this evening? Um yeah, a um exactly um the sex um the segment we we were talking about doing tonight is called "What's Connor Thinking About?" All right. So what's because Connor thinking about? Exactly. So let's see. No, I'm asking. What's Connor thinking about? <laughs> Mainly anime at this point. Um, okay. Um, well, I get to be quiet I've, for a while. <laughs> um, I've been watching a lot of anime, and and in my opinion, it, it it's one of the most unique forms of of entertainment because because even though it's full of tropes that um that um that can somehow connect all these other her um animes, you know um you. Um, you 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 have the isekai trope, the 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 overpowered heard, um, protagonist trope, the um, um the best friend betraying um the best friend betraying the um protagonist trope, you know, and it's just no matter no matter what anime you watch, it is still vastly different from the other one, you know. No no two anime are exactly alike, and I find that to be amazing because. Dad, you know me. You know you know all the things I've watched over the years, right? I've watched movies, I've watched cartoons, I've watched sitcoms, dramas. I've watched almost every kind of genre under the sun. Right. I can tell you emphatically, I have never I have never watched any other form of of media that is still as diverse as anime, you know? Because because um as you know, anime is based on manga um, most of the time. That was on, um, that was published in Japan, and and there's no shortage of manga over there. And 
and because of this, um, there there are a lot of there are a lot of anime that are basically just twelve to fourteen episodes, and then that's the entire series. You know. Well, I mean, that's... somehow, um, and it's somehow some um something that that's like half of what a regular season is to us can still gain millions and millions of fans across the world. No, I get that. And, um, I, I get that. And I you think know, it's a very impressive thing. Well, and, and I think with and and I'm not an anime expert at all. You know that. But you could be. You could be. You you just don't give it a shot. I don't. I don't want to be. I have enough enough things that I watch. I don't need to add in a whole a whole other genre. So, um, but the thing about about anime is, you know, with animation, you can suspend all reality. You can't, right? Um, I mean, I mean, yeah, I guess you can in any kind of movies. I mean, with the Marvel movies and that kind of stuff, you can. But, but there's, it's kind of hard to pull off some of like the really outlandish stuff that they do in anime in CGI real actor stuff, right? And so they I think tried. Uh, yeah, they, and they have failed. Right, that's what I mean. <laughs> so I think anime can go much more extreme with its storylines and imagery and stuff. Um, I've just never been a huge fan of it. I've never been a huge fan of the, of the Japanese style of, 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 of humor. Animation? The, like the or... anime humor. And well, th- th- look, I mean, I used to watch Speed Racer when I was a kid. That's anime. I mean, no, it's an American, my, Americanized kind of anime, but it's still the same kind of style of animation. Here he comes. Here comes Speed Racer. He's a demon on wheels. Turn, turn, turn. So anyway... <laughs> <laughs> didn't even know you knew this song. Um, I did. So anyway, um, so I can see. know the only reason why I know it? Want to know the only reason why I know it? Why? Is because of Ted and Scrubs. Be- um, um, uh, uh, because him, him and his little acapella group at one point <coughs> sang, sang all, all these classic animated cartoon things in an episode. They um, they um, they they did a speed racer underdog, just like all kinds of stuff. Doesn't the only, only reason why why I know it doesn't surprise me at all. So um, so anyway, so I mean I I, I get that, but I, I guess where else were you going with this whole anime thing that was in your head? Well, let's see. Um, 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 in my opinion, anime is is some of the only media that I know that um that um that the two people can. That that like okay, so one anime can have two sets of fans. Um, one um um one set that watches it in the dubbed version in um in in which the in which the original vocals are are dubbed over with um with other with other translations and native speakers, English, Spanish, what have you. Right. And 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 then we have the subbed fans, um the fans the fans that prefer to watch the anime. In the original Japanese audio, but, um, but then have the dialogue subtitled at the bottom, mm-hmm. and, um, and and you basically read as you watch. Right, right. Well, um, and and a lot of fans are are, are very split off in um in their beliefs. They're either dubbed or they're subbed. The um, in my opinion, it is based on the voice actors. You know, um. Um, the voice actor defines what um, which version I watch. For example, there um, there there is a classic anime that I absolutely love called Naruto. Um, I'm, I'm sure you've heard me talk about it before, right? Naruto. Of course, of course. I know mm-hmm. I know what that is. Yes. Um. So 
So Naruto is an anime that I can only watch in in subbed because um, um because I first tried watching it in dubbed and 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 then I took a break and started ex- experimenting with other shows. And then I realized um um uh, the person that voice acts for for Naruto, the main character is is a 40 something year old, well well not 50 something year old, I think. Short, rotund, um, glassed woman. Interesting. Yes. Um. Um. And um. And actually, Dad. Um. Out of curiosity. Yeah. Um. Um. Over the years, do you do you remember ever ever seeing me watch a show called Lab Rats? No. Uh. No. M- maybe. Yes. Was uh, I think so. Um. Um, she plays. She plays one. She plays one on um, one of the core side characters in that show, um, which um, which is a print, which is this vile, evil kind of kind of just nasty principal uh, of the school, um, uh, the lab rats, and and their stepbrother go to. Right. And it's just ever since I started seeing that, and I made the connection between her and and dubbed Naruto, mm-hmm. I literally could not see dubbed naruto as anything else other other than that than the short rotund woman woman trying to, trying to run around in, in that that freaking skinny ass ninja run they uh, they do in, in the anime and it just i could not take it seriously okay then then on the opposite side there are a few animes i can only ever watch in dubbed because the dubbed voice actors i know do such a great job at bringing life to the character, you know? Right, right. Um, a, for me, a good example of this is Full Metal Alchemist, um, both um, both original and Brotherhood. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, um, and the voice actor Vic Mignaroa playing Edward Elric. You um, when you hear the emotion this guy puts into Ed's voice, you just can't help but respect the 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 energy he put into that role. And um and then, um and then if you go to the if you go to the sub, it's kind of the same, but mm-hmm. but the voice doesn't really match what you picture the character would sound like. Gotcha. And okay. and and there's actually another instance of that kind of phenomena. So I I'm sure you've heard of the anime Dragon Ball, correct? Sure. Yep. Yep. Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball Z, and all their iterations. Sure. And um. And, and I'm sure you, you've heard of the main character Goku, correct? Yep. Yep. So. So. So you know how he looks. He is big. He is buff. He he has got the big hair. You know he he looks tough. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In the sub sure. version, he sounds. In the sub version, he sounds like Mitch. Okay. So so, so just picture a uh, dude who is quite literally strong enough. To to literally crack the earth in half with one well timed squat thrust, and um and 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 his voice is, is as high pitched and, and as awkward sounding as Mitch is. Okay, so uh for those playing at home, um Mitch is Connor's younger brother, my youngest son. So that's that's yeah. who he's referring to when he says Mitch. So for for those like I said for those playing at home that have no idea who Mitch is, that's who that is. I'm sorry, <laughs> I'm sorry. You're right. <laughs> um, and um, and um, and it's just some. It's just sometimes the voice doesn't match how how the character is supposed to look. But um, 
But then if you go in, into the dubbed version, it fits perfectly. You know, um, 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 if, if you've heard dubbed Goku, he sounds deep. He sounds macho. He, um, he sounds like he knows what he's doing in that role, you know? Uh, speaking of Mitch, our other buddy Mitch is here. Team, hashtag Team Connor. So there you exactly. go. See? Thank you, Same. Mitch. Thank you for agreeing with me. <laughs> So anyway, oh man. Um, so and, so let me ask you this. Um, so let me no, go ahead. What's up? I was gonna I was gonna ask you this. So which is your favorite anime that I would know something about? That I would know it not. I mean, I know you've got some favorites that I have no clue what they are or who they are. But ones that mm. I would know of the ones that I would know, which ones are your favorite and why? Um, um uh, the one the only one that I feel like you would know um that would be Naruto. Um Naruto was um was was quite literally one um one one of the first five anime I started watching. Um um all the ums I started a couple others but um but but I kind of I I always thought they were like cartoons yeah, but Naruto yeah. was the first one I got into knowing it was an anime and I started watching as an anime, you right. know. So so, what about and, what about uh, Neon Genesis Evangelion that that Mitch mentioned? What about that one? I don't okay. know. I mean, I've heard of that, that one, but I don't know anything about that, that one at all. That um that is a classic anime. Um, I um it's 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 a little bit before my generation. I haven't gotten into watching it yet. It, it is on my list. Yeah. I I just have this um I I just have have this kind of. It's this mental tweak where where I can't enjoy an anime if the if if the animation is too low grade. Yeah. You know, um, it's um, it's it's like it's like um, I can't enjoy the original Dragon Ball when it started airing in in like the late '80s, early '90s because because it it runs as smooth and um and as it runs as smooth as as a Sega Genesis game. Okay, you know, right? Uh, hey, I am, I am in, in a younger generation than you, Mitch. I'm sorry. Okay, it is on my list to watch because I know it has such a cult following. I want to try it. It's just, I, just, I want to catch up on all my other stuff first. You know, <laughs> see, I'd like I'm not I, a blasphemer. I would like, to, I would like to get you involved in some of the older um, Japanese uh, shows like Ultraman. Not you know, not you know, not anime, but like that the 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 whole so basically kai, power kai you, you know kind of no kind of kind of kind of walking no, through that, and that kind of stuff. You know, the, the Power yeah. Rangers were just like regular sized people. I'm talking about like Godzilla versus Ultraman, those kind of things. The um, that's that's I'd like to get I'd like to get you watching some of those because I used to watch those a lot when I was a kid. You know, Godzilla versus Mothra and and all that kind of stuff. So, um, so yeah, so that's that's the Japanese stuff that I was familiar with. There was that other one, guys, a TV show. Uh, maybe Mitch can help me remember the name because I'm terrible at remembering names. But it was like a robot family, a father and a wife and 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 their son. And it's like I want to say it was like Goldar and Silvar, and their kid's name was Tam. Or I I know <laughs> I know Kaiju is your is your jam, Mitch. I know. Uh, you're all about the King Kong movie, I, I know, um, but I, you know, and and I love those. But man, I used to spend hours watching Ultraman after school when I was a kid on TBS. Um, but but anyway, so I'm trying to remember the name of that show, and I can't remember. But I used to watch the heck out of it, and they were 
they were robots. The, the, the mother and the son looked like human beings with a little antenna, but the dad was like a gold robot. But then they could turn into rockets and fly away. Uh, God, I wish I could remember the name of that show. I used to watch the heck out of it. Um, but anyway, so so that's that's the Japanese stuff that I knew. I mean, yeah, I watched some some, you know, Speed Racer and stuff. But I mean, it's not really like I mean, that's kind of like almost that's like like Americanized anime almost. So, yeah. but anyway, so 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 thinking back to to what I've said um to what I've said between dubbed and subbed anime, there there are some anime I choose to watch in dubbed. Mm-hmm. specifically for for the kind of dialogue it is um yeah. yeah so 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 as you know dad anime is ridiculous correct 100 percent. yes so um so you got giant so, naked babies walking around <laughs> and giant sperm flying around i remember some okay. movie that we okay, watched but yes so so yeah um so 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 now so now picture her um so so, so, so picture a, a um a line of dialogue as ridiculous as what you see, some of somehow having to, somehow having to be sounded serious, but still saying all those ridiculous things. Um, um, Space Giants. That was that was the show. Space Giants with 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 the robot family that turned into rockets. Yeah. Um, a great example of a great example of this phenomena is an anime called High School DD. And it is an anime you would not approve of whatsoever. I'm sure I wouldn't, because I can imagine. Because the dialogue you said, that is said. Because I'm guessing that DD stands for double D and not DND. So, um, no, yeah. Um, it's, it's DXD, <laughs> if that helps. So, anyway. Ooh, but, uh, yeah. But it's, yeah. But, but it's just. You know, if, um, it's just. The, um, the comedy, it's just, just to me. <laughs> when, whenever I hear a line of dialogue that is absolutely ridiculous, all all I can do is picture her, the actor in in the voice booth reading this line, lo- looking at looking at at the director and, and at the producer, and they're like, "Seriously, this is what he says," and, and they're like, "Yep." And um, and remember, you're you're in the middle of a great big fight, so so it's gonna sound passionate. It's gotta sound powerful. So so, so then this dude. And um, in the mentality of war, and in, in the midst of a big battle, he has to somehow say, "I am in love with giant titties," and he has to actually make it uh, sound serious. Okay, well, and that's what gets me. You know, it's just how can you make a line that ridiculous sound serious in context, and, and yet they pull it off. Well, getting you know, it's like. It's like a whole anime of bloopers. Getting back on track to talking about the anime stuff other than that one, you know, you talked about subbed versus dubbed, and yeah. whenever I've watched anime with you, whenever we've you've asked me to watch anime with you or we do it for the, sh- for the show or anything like that, if we roll an anime yeah. movie, I prefer the dubbed because um, I have a hard time, because anime is something that's kind of new to me, right? Uh <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, anime is something that I'm laughing at the chat going on. Um, anime is something that I'm not as familiar with, and so I need to really kind of watch it. Um, and so it's hard for me to watch it and watch the subs at the same time. So whereas some movies I can watch the sub um, while I'm watching the movie, but with anime I have to do it. Like you remember that movie um, that we watched, the Bollywood movie 
that we watched. I mean, I watched it, I think, three times because I had to watch it. The first time I watched it with the subs, just to kind of understand the dialogue, to go to know what was going on, understand the plot. Yeah. And then I had to go back and watch it, and you know, because they didn't have a dubbed version; it was just subbed. So they had to watch it again, so I could just watch the movie and not really have to follow the lines because I kind of knew the storyline, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so when there's way too much going on, um, I've got to have dubbed so I can just listen to that, so I can pay attention to what's on the screen. So. But that. you know, I mean, at some point we'll land on an anime movie that we got to watch, and we'll we'll do one. You know, it's just the the problem with the streaming services is there's not a un, unless you like I guess Crunchyroll, which I don't have. Um, so uh, unless you're on something like that, a lot of the other services just don't have a lot of anime in them. So when you you know, there's not a lot of choices for us to roll for. Um, to so. to my to my understanding, um. Um, the only streaming service that, that actually has like anime movies that are single off movies and not, and, and not part of some kind of fandom is is HBO Max slash Max because right. the, um, 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 because they have access to 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 the entire Studio Ghibli library. Right. Well, okay. So so anyway so yeah okay so that's that's what was on Connor's mind tonight. What was Connor thinking tonight? So, any, is there anything else Connor is there anything else Connor was thinking tonight that we need to talk about, or do we want to um, talk about our I'm, movie? I'm thinking about the one shot I'm gonna I'm gonna be running tomorrow. Okay, so you're running a one yeah. shot with your like uh, folks at the comic shop or the online yeah, um, show. Um, 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 uh, well, 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 actually, my online group and um and the shop group are the same group. Um, gotcha. Okay. Um, on on the weekends when 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 Nix is not working, um, I I can take the car over to to the shop and play at the shop. Yeah. And and then when then when Nix is working, I I set up here and play online using my webcam and everything to right. give a, a top down look of the game board. Sure. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. All right. Um, so, but tomorrow so, you doing online or at the or at the comic shop? Um, um, I'm doing it at the comic shop and. And because and because we are low we are low on players because it's kind of like a holiday weekend. Yeah. Um, um, I um I recruited some some fill in players and and we're just gonna play play a small one shot I wrote tomorrow. Okay. Speak speaking of comic shops, um, and Mitch, you need to hear this too. I need to go back there and take pictures. Um, uh, last weekend, weekend before, um, went to get some. Mitch needed some. My Mitch, or, or your brother Mitch, needed to get some jeans, and he only likes Old Navy jeans, you know. And, and being on the spectrum, he's very specific, and and so the closest, the closest um, um, Old Navy That'd be is Kmart. The, That'd be Kmart. <laughs> the closest, the closest uh, Old Navy is at a mall in Lancaster, uh, about a, an hour drive north. So we drove up there and went. And you know, malls today are they're largely dying. So it was, there was a lot of stores that were empty. But they had a comic shop there, and look, I mean, I've been in comic shops before. Now, the, the the shop that you go to is in pretty good shape; it's pretty new and this kind of stuff. But you know, the one that you used to go to in Noonan, it's like all the all the comics were kind of run uh, down. No, it wasn't. It wasn't the one in Cincinnati. This is in Lancaster. I've heard of one in in, in Cincinnati, uh, Mitch. But 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 I went when we didn't go into there because into this comic shop in Lancaster, um, but we walked by it in the mall. It could have doubled for like a cigar bar. I mean, it had like dark mahogany cases and shelves. I mean, it was bougie. 
Um, everything was behind glass cases. The, all the all the comics were all laid out. They weren't in like the Noonan shop that you used to go to. They're all basically just in cardboard boxes, kind of thing. Man, it. I mean, it would not have surprised me if there was a section where folks were sitting around smoking cigars. It was that sweet looking, and I'm like, that's how you do a comic shop right there. So it was pretty cool. So next time we're up there, I'm gonna actually go secret in and spend some time there. Kind of, um, a secret speakeasy kind of location. Almost, if a secret speakeasy could you could walk into in a mall <laughs> in Ohio, <laughs> but but yeah, so it was it was um, it was cool. So I'll, next time I go, I'll have to get some pictures and, and upload it for you guys. It was really neat. So anyway, just that was just an aside, something I thought about uh, that was pretty cool. Hmm. So, yes. Actually, I have a question for you. And I'll have an answer. What are you doing tomorrow? A lot of stuff. I got to uh, cut my grass. I got to go to a wedding. Um, Mitch wants to see Indiana Jones, which is something else I was going to talk about. Um, so I, my, my day is pretty much booked because I got a wedding at, uh, at my church that, 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 that I'm going to. Um, and that's in the middle of the day, and it's supposed to rain, so I got to cut. Barely grass first. been here a year. Who's whose wedding are you going to, dude? This is our new pastor's daughter, and um, one of the one of the guys in our church. Um, his dad sings on the praise team. Praise team. This guy plays the guitar and or drums on the praise team. You know, young couple. And um, our new pastor started last fall, and um, within three months they were engaged. I mean, it happened fast. So, um, so anyway, just a young couple at our church that, you know, the pastor's daughter and somebody that's really involved in the church. So, um, and I, and I've, okay. I've, I've sang with, with, with Nick, um, in choir since I've been that's there. Cool. So, um, usually I just listen to him to get all the, all the notes cause he's, he's better than I am. So, so anyway, so we've got, we got this wedding tomorrow and, right, cool. and so we've got to either figure out a time to go see, um, Indiana Jones before the the wedding or after the wedding, so because that's uh, Mitch has decided he wants to see it. So when Mitch decides he wants to see a movie, guess what we're gonna do? We're gonna go see that movie. So there you go. Uh, <laughs> um, I was I, I was gonna um, ex- extend an, an invitation for you for you to come in and and play in the one shot, but but I'd, but I'd appreciate it. Busy. Yeah, I'd appreciate it, but that's just, that's just a lot of trying to move in parts tomorrow. There's no way I could I fit it that. in. So so anyway. Um, yeah, probably goes for you too, Mitch. Right? All all Mitches are like that. When when Mitch wants to see a movie, you go see the movie. <laughs> so so anyway, so you want to talk about this? Are you you, you kind of ready to talk about this movie? I'm sure. I, not? I'm kind of ready to talk about this movie. So we're, so it was a very interesting movie. So uh, it's time for the next installment of roll for credits come on baby get on get on board here man i was reading everybody who's um, who's been been watching (laughs) so this movie is one of those it's one of those where we lucked out you know a lot because we rolled the dice literally we rolled the dice to pick our movies and we hit some dogs a lot of times and sometimes we hit ones that were like really and they turn out really good and that for me at least this was one of them um, it's a movie from 2020 called Rams, um, and it stars, uh, let me pull up the information I got here. It stars Sam Neill. Um, he plays the, basically the lead character. Uh, his, his brother, Les, is played by a guy named Michael Caton. I'm not sure, I'm not really familiar with him. Um, didn't really recognize other people in the movie, except for Miranda Richardson's in it. 
She plays the veterinarian in the movie. Uh, and she, Connor, I don't know, uh, because I've watched all the Harry Potter movies, but you're a Harry Potter fan. So who is, let me pull, let me find it here. Uh, Rita Skeeter. Who is she in the Harry Potter movies? Or- oh my God. That's who she played? So so that's so she was Rita Skeeter. Okay. Okay, so so Rita Skeeter um is 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 a character that was that was just in in um um the fourth book, The Goblet of Fire. Okay. Oh wait. Uh yeah. Yeah, Goblet of Fire. Wait, was Yep. Yep, I was I was, I, I was double checking my uh my uh Harry Potter books that um they're just right across from my eyes. So, so so essentially, Rita Skeeter was um was this um she 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 was a wizard tabloid writer. So, and she was kind of she was kind of like a fuck some Jessica Rabbits kind of looking, you know. Mm-hmm. Ex, um, ex, um, except green, except wearing a green dress instead of red dress. What? What are you looking at? Yes, I know, and um, and 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 she dressed and kind of moved like freaking Jessica Rabbit. Anyway, um, she, she, um, she was the kind of person that would that would do anything to to get the story, and and at one point she she got so annoying, Hermione Granger, one one of Harry's closest friends. Yeah, yeah, I know her. Turned her, turned her into a beetle and trapped her in a jar. As a way to as a way to get even with her for, for for making a fake article saying saying that Hermione and Harry were were quote unquote together. Okay. Anyway, so so so, 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 so she's in it. She was a nuisance. And oh, so, um, you know, and so the Hermione. <laughs> so with this movie, let me pull, let me go back here. So the the movie is set in Australia. And I'm trying to pull my stuff up here, and it won't come back. So, and and, and let me just read you the little tagline. It says, A decades-long feud between two sheep-farming brothers comes to a head when disaster strikes their flocks. And so this movie is about two brothers and sheep. That's really what it's about. Um, and, you know, it, it, it fell in the comedy category, and... There were some some funny things that happened in the movie, um, but it definitely I didn't see it. I definitely didn't see it as a comedy. I saw it more as a kind of like a a, a, a touching tale of these brothers, and and there's a lot of backstory that you didn't that was implied about their relationship uh, that you had to pick up on, um, and how that relationship kind of got healed. Um, they did some kind of nefarious stuff to save their sheep. Um, so it was it was literally about sheep farmers and sheep, uh, an entire movie. And literally, it was a two-hour movie. It wasn't like some short one-and-a-half-hour movie. It was Breaking movie. Bad, but with sheep. No, it was not Breaking Bad with sheep. Because it break, was. Because to me, because Breaking Bad involved lots of illegal stuff and killing people. This one didn't involve anything about killing some kind of illegal stuff, but nothing like in Breaking Bad. So they had to. Nobody Ocean's was eleven, but with sheep. But nobody was done. Uh, no, not really. Um, I have to think about something, uh, an analogy to it. But, but anyway, so you know, the the movie kind of starts out with you know. Oh, and by the way, I mean Sam Neill, obviously the Jurassic Park movies and that kind of stuff. Um, 
Yeah, and that was that was uh, when I was looking at, on IMDb, Mitch. Um, that was one of the movies that came up that that uh, the hunt for uh, for the wilder people uh, or the wild people. So anyway, so it's really cool. I mean, you got the Australian, you know, the kind of the outback, the pasture land part of was it Western Australia that they were in or Eastern? They, it they they were near Perth. I know that. Yeah, yeah. So 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 here's here's the the here's the hey, basic. Dexter, are you in here? Where's Perth? So so basically, the story is there's these two brothers. Um, they they have this sheep farm. They have a fence running down the middle, um, and they haven't spoken in forty years, even though their houses are a stone's throw from each other. They haven't spoken in forty years. Literally. They have a not they have, only their houses, not only their houses, but um, but but their sheds and shacks that um, um that um that have kind of tend to their their respective flocks from are literally side by side um connected via a door. Right. So they literally just had basically divided the farm in half, including the barn. Um, I mean, so much so that they have that there was there was an Australian sheepdog, a border collie, and and and. Um, Sam's character, Col- Colin, um, had a name, awesome. Kip. Kip, called him Kip, but his brother called it Flossie. So they even had different names for the same damn dog. And the dog just kind of ran back and forth between the farms. And they would communicate by writing notes and stick it in the collar of the dog and sending it to each other. That's how bad it was about how they refused to talk to each other. So, but they had these. They had these sheep. They had the, and they, they had England had has carrier pigeons. Right. We, um, um, we, um, we have carrier dogs. And the the story is that it was it was their father's sheep farm and sheep herd, and they had been breeding sheep for years, and kind of had their own kind of unique breed of sheep that were very well respected. Um, it started with they had Kangar like a horn. Yeah, Kangar horn. They 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 had like a a ram. You know, judging competition and Les, the cranky older brother, came in first. Colin came in second, but they were both, you know, really, you know, they were well respected for their sheep and no, no, for no. their rams. No, that, that, um, I, I don't think you, you understand the significance of Les winning. Okay, tell me. Um, I, I'd love to hear this. Um, um, later in the movie, um, uh, do you remember in Colin's house? Um, we um, we we um, uh, we see that mounted ram's head on on the wall. Remember yeah. that? Yeah, yeah. Um, all all of those sashes that are, that are on it. Yeah, those those are all of his all of his past wins. Mm-hmm. This this was the first time Les has won. In like close to a decade, and that's that. And say I didn't pick up on that. I didn't pick up on. It. Say that there's 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 a bunch of little layers in the background of this movie that's really cool. Um, so so that happens, but you know when when Les's Ram wins, Colin goes to kind of just check it out to say, hey, what you know because the vet Miranda Richardson character, her name is Cat. She um. <laughs> hey, Big Jim. What's up, Big Jim? So she um. You know, she said that, that that Les's ram had really strong hindquarters, and so Colin went to go to check it out, and then he stepped back away from it, started wiping his hands off with this shocked look on his face, um, and told told the vet, he says, "I think that I think his ram has OJD, which is some kind of sheep disease." Connor's Connor actually researched it, so I'm gonna let Connor talk about what OJD is. So go ahead. 
OJD is um is also known as ovine Joanne's disease, and and essentially what happens to to sheep when they have it is um is their intestines and stomachs lose the ability to 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 retain and filter out the nutrients from what they eat. Not not only that, their intestines begin uh, uh, begin to slowly grow inflamed, slowly swell un, um, until um, un, until they have such trouble trouble time passing stuff uh, through um, through through their intestines, they 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 just begin continuing to eat and eat and swelling inside their bodies and becoming extremely bloated un, until the internal pressure essentially crushes their other organs and makes it makes them unable to to function and right. this disease is heavily contagious mm-hmm. to other sheep it's um it's kind of harmless to humans but um but um but but to to sheep people it's as serious as mad cow disease be um because if one sheep gets it there there's there's a good chance um, um a bunch of other sheep, sheep can get it and and just like with mad cow disease the only way to test for it is to kill the animal right well, so, and basically, basically, what they were saying in the movie was basically this disease that because they can't absorb the nutrients and this kind of stuff that the sheep basically starve to death, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and and because they're so contagious, that then of course you know animal the entire control. community, right? The so entire community had had to have their sheep culled. That entire area, that entire area, um, not just not just hundreds call- of sheep. Not just Colin and and, and, and Les's sheep, but all the sheep in the area, they had to wipe them out. So they mm-hmm. literally wiped everybody's sheep herds out completely. And then they had to they had to completely sanitize their barns or tear them down or whatever. I mean it was it's a big deal. And they were and compensated. Of course, of course they were they were yeah, they were compensated and they could either take the compensation and, 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 and try to survive until and they and they couldn't have sheep for two years. They had to wipe out all the sheep, and they couldn't buy new sheep and start raising sheep again for two years to make sure this stuff was wiped out. And so everybody, I mean, that happened, and and they, you know, they came in and and were wiping. And of course, Les is an old cranky drunk dude, uh, just a nasty mean dude. He's got that reputation that there's nobody likes him. He's just, uh, you know. Uh, and so they come in and they're killing, they're trying to get his sheep and he's refusing, but they have to fight him off. And, and finally, you know, they're getting his sheep. Colin, oh, I mean, it was just so heartbreaking. It was he devastating. Goes, it, he goes in and, you know, he used to always talk to his sheep. He's like, you're beautiful. You're beautiful. You're a mess. He kind of had this thing that he talked to all his sheep about kind of thing. He was connected he, to his animals, and he he brought them he brought them into the barn. He brought them all in, had them all corralled in, and he and he talked to all of them, and then he shot them all. He killed them instead of letting the other people kill them because it was like they're my they're my babies. I'm gonna I'm gonna take care of it, and so they will rest here, on my land. Yeah, they're that's, I'm gonna that's very, what he said. Yeah, they're gonna rest. They're gonna die, and they're gonna rest on my land. They're not they're not gonna take them away. And so he sat there with his which are baby his basically his babies. And shot in the head, 50, 60 head of sheep. Um, yeah, it was yeah. just, it was devastating. I mean, I'm sitting there, my heart is going. <gasps> just the, the 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 pain that Sam Neill's character showed was was just so good. Um, and uh, um, uh, the reason why this this was so significant is because he was not allowed to do that. The, no, um, 
um, the, the 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 Department of Agriculture is responsible for those sheep. She, well, yeah. We're we're essentially responsible for those sheep and get them taken off yeah. off the land. And um and because Colin took it on himself to to, to call them themselves, it was it, it was a big no no. And um yeah. and 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 it was a big risk he took. Be um because if because if they wanted to, they could have said sorry. Sorry, they're your problem now. Now you, um, you, you, you did this without our our authorization, so you don't get compensated. Yeah, yeah. But, but thankfully, he still was. Yeah, the cat kind of came in or and kind of. Yeah, he was. Kat, well, cat kind of came in and, and kind of fought for him, and so they they were they were fine, and so they dug a huge pit, dug, put them in the pit, and set them on fire and burned them and covered up the pit. So that's that. And then it cuts to months later, right? And Middle of summer. And and you know everybody's everybody's trying to you know figure out what they're going to do. Some people are choosing to sell and move to Perth and raise some merino sheep in a different area of the country, kind of thing. And it shows Colin in his in his house, and and he's you know then and then he opens up this thing and he's got this like greenhouse kind of thing and he's growing this stuff in there. And I'm like, and my first thought my first thought was ah. So he's going to pass the time for the next two years growing some weed and selling weed. He's going to, so it is going to be like Breaking Bad. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> but but then he so he pulls out this thing of this green stuff, and this then he grass. Walks, and then he grass. I know, I know. But at the time, it wasn't really sure what it was. And he and, and and then he walks into his bathroom, and there's three sheep. He kept his three favorite sheep. Three used. Three, um, yeah, right. To be exact. I know. And he kept his three and and um gave him grass. And there was hay in the bathroom, and he had replaced the floor with a metal grate. And so um, at night he would shovel. I mean, he would sweep out the bathroom with all their stuff and all the stuff, uh, all the the hay and stuff, under his house, and then dig that out and then go dump it somewhere on his property in the middle of the night. But in the other room was his prize ram that he kept, and he had taken off uh and, and the ram walks into the bathroom starts drinking out of the toilet and then he pulls uh, uh pulls the wall off in his bathroom he had created a fake wall and the user in, in the old bedroom stuck their heads through and were drinking water out of the tub so he was raising sheep in his house because he's like they they tested negative they don't have it they're isolated i'm keeping them i can't get rid of all my sheep and so He's raising four, three ewes and a ram in his house for who knows how long. His plan is to do it for two years until they can start raising sheep again. Um, and then that's kind of the premise of the movie is him kind of raising these and keeping it secret from everybody. Um, he'll he'll take them out in the middle of the night he'll you know with 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 his dog and they'll go out in the middle of the night and he'll take them out to let, let them, them graze. graze and get some exercise. And then bring him back and put him back in his house before before daylight, <laughs> and that's what he's doing, keeping it secret from everybody. Um, and then and so so kind of where does it go from there, Connor? I'll let you kind of talk. Where, where does it kind of go from there? Essentially, his brother is um um Les begins to kind of spiral a bit. He's yeah, um, at, yeah. At, at this point at this point in the movie he's um he's kind of already. Shot up his brother's um, house a couple times, <laughs> drunkenly I shot walking you over. Out. 
shot you, boo. <laughs> he's so angry at Colin. He comes over and he shoots his door, shoots his window out, and then he's he's so mad because because Colin won't let him in the house. He shoots his boot on the front porch, and that's what he says. I shot your boot. So yeah. Uh, and 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 um, here's something else. When they're in town, all the sheep herders are in town. It's like Christmas. They're kind of sitting around in, a, in a, the local diner or whatever. And at some point, somewhere in the movie, they're talking about Les, and 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 I think Colin's talking to Cat, the the vet, and he's like, Les has had a hard life. You know, Les has had some hard stuff, and you never know, you never are told what that is. But later on, in the movie, when Colin goes into Les's house. He sees he, he sees a picture of Les from back in the day, and he's wearing a military uniform. So I'm wondering if there's like a history of some PTSD or something like that going on. He's got some 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 issues going on from that kind of stuff. Um, and also the the dynamic between Colin and Les. Colin is the younger brother. Turns out Question. his yeah. Um. Was was Australia involved in um in in any kind of major war in the past oh, yeah. couple decades? Oh yeah, they were involved in World War Two. Um, they've been in and, and I don't know what and I, they were. I don't feel like they're old enough to 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 have been involved in World War Two. They what are you um, what are you talking about? It's they're the not forties. It's it's now the twenty twenties. They um they um they um they yeah they they they, they would need to be at least. 98. Yeah, yeah. I'm not I'm not in, in, in order to have been involved in World War 2. I thought you were talking about the country Australia. So, yes, I get that they, that that Les and Colin were not old enough. You know, of course we don't know what we don't know exactly what year this was set, although it looks present day. But yeah, I mean it I could mean, have been it could have been Vietnam. Um it could have been um it, it could have been was, the, was 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 Australia involved in Vietnam? I don't know. I mean maybe. Probably in a sm- at a smaller level. Um, I know Australia has been was involved in like the Gulf War, um, and the war on terrorism in a smaller level, and I know that because I know that. <laughs> I'll just leave it at that. Um, not 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 to to, to sound offensive. It's, it's just I don't know um, um a lot of things that Australia was involved in. You know. Right. 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 So and, and that's um, just that's the, just the only only thing I, I could think of is the Emu War, and they lost that. Yeah, that's just something that I picked up on, and that, that may be just the, me reading through it because guess what I do. I work yeah, with PTSD with military, so you know uh, I was probably um, primed I, to see that. But it, th- that was the implication that there's I something think, going on there with him that's that led him to alcoholism and those kind of things. And I, I, I think it, I think it's just it was just years and years of built up resentment to his brother because because even even though Les was the older brother, their dad when they died left the farm entirely to Colin and um and um and. And and so man and Les has has always seen Colin as as a weak person, you know. Um, well, you know, and, um, and here's the th- here's the th- here's the thing. Um, the implication was that Les didn't really know that Dad had left the entire farm to Colin until Colin informed him of it at the end, where the you know the the animal folks are like, "You got to get Les on board, or you're going to lose the whole farm." You know, no, um, I no, so, he's, he's always known, known it. I, I think that's that's that, um, that's where the entire farm was was basically split in half and they just didn't talk. Very well, could be, very well, could be. Um, uh, but you're right, there, there was definitely a power dynamic because even when, when, um, Les came over to the house drunkenly, shot, you know, shot out, you know, Colin's window and shot his boot on the front porch and this kind of stuff and was threatening him, 
you know, what did Colin do? Colin ran and crawled in the tub with his dog and cowered in the tub. So there's definitely a power differential. There was definitely some fear of less in Colin. There was definitely some Colin is a little bit more skittish and, and, and you know, um, humble and, and, and timid compared to Les. And so Les may have picked up on that. Les may have been a little bit of a bully over the years, you know, as the bigger brother. So, so there's just this huge power dynamic between the two of them. Um, and, and so that stuff's kind of going on. And then, um, now what, remind me, cause I'm trying to remember the timeline. What happened next? The fire or cat discovering the sheep? Um, 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 the fire happened first and then, um, in, and, and then cat discovered them based Basically, the day after it. Yeah. So, so, so there's huge, and you, you, you were starting to hear it on the TV in the background and stuff. There's huge brush fires and stuff. There was like destroying huge swaths of Australia, and it was threatening their town and threatening their pasture lands and stuff. Um, and so they were, they were kind of fighting that stuff. And then, um, Cat came by to see Colin because she kind of had to think for Colin, and there was that kind of that underlying tension between the two of them through the whole movie too. She came by, and as they're talking, you know, they have they have some kind of conflict, and then they resolve it there. One of those like romantic comedy kind of things. Um, and then as they're walking towards his house, you know, she brought some beer. She looks down and sees some sheep on the road on his driveway. And she picks it up, being a vet, and, and rubs it and smells it. And she goes, you kept some sheep, and throws the shit at him. <laughs> and and so she has no choice but to call animal control, call the whole the Department of Agriculture. Well, Les had already figured out and already discovered that Colin had the sheep. And so at that point... Then they then they start doing some other things. They start working together. So what happens then, Connor? So, so at that point, um, Colin, um, Colin has an olive branch, brings his sheep over to, over to Les. Basically, asks him to to hide them in the house because his house is um is getting investigated. Colin's house is so. So then Les and Colin basically basically work together to try and hide. All of the evidence in the house, um, I'm cov- covering up the metal grates with rugs, um, um, pa- patching and fastening and fastening the fake walls, um, um, freaking, um, um, freaking as as Les comes in the house, um, Colin pop- pops up out of um, out of a trapdoor like a freaking gopher and just climbs up out of it, um, and then. Um, and then, uh, then after they do all that, um, Colin basically takes two cans of Febreze or some kind of Australian equivalent. <laughs> he just unloads them throughout the entire house and himself. So they, they kind of implicitly start to patch things up to save their sheep. Because this is, these are the last four sheep of their father's breeding and of their legacy. There's nothing left. And so they kind of finally oh, patch thing yeah um i'm i don't i don't, I don't think we, we we explicitly said said the 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 significancy of of these sheep and their 
um, and, and their lineage. Um, well, go ahead, because um, I, I mean, because I know that there was something significant, but I don't remember specifically what that um, was. E, um, e, even in the beginning of the movie, during the judging contest, um, um, at that point, everybody in the region is breeding Kangar horn sheep, and um, and Colin and Les's family, the Grimerson family, started that bloodline close to two hundred years in the past. Um, and, um, and, um, and since then, o only this, only this region of Australia, only this microclimate could appropriately house, breed, and raise these sheep. So, 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 so essentially the Grimerson clan, um, Colin and Les's family were the ones that helped build this town and, and helped give them their sheep. Right, right, right. So, you know, to, to not give every plot detail of everything that happens in the movie, the rest of the movie is basically they work together to try to save these sheep and 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 keep them from from the bad guys, which are you know the the animal controller, the the Department of Agriculture, or whatever. Um, dude, 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 get smacked in the face with a shovel. There's there's some <laughs> he just comes around the corner, and then get whops in the face with a flathead shovel. There's some there's some conflict there. There's 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 some danger. There's some rescue, um, but. In the end, th you know things kind of things kind of work out. It, it, you know, there's a part where you go, "Did somebody die? Did somebody not make it?" But then it moves forward, and so there's kind of a satisfying resolution to the movie. Um, so I don't want to kind of we've spoiled enough of the plot. I don't want to spo spoil the end how they how they resolve the whole thing. But suffice it to say, I mean, we've spent we've just spent a half an hour talking about a movie about sheep. Okay, I mean. That should tell you something about how enjoyable it was to how surprisingly enjoyable it was to watch. Um, I and it, I would watch it again. I would, you know, when your mom comes home, you know, your mom's been in Oklahoma for for most of the summer visiting her mom, and when she comes back, it, it would be a movie that I'd say, "Hey, we should watch this movie." She may not like it, but I, it's a movie that I'd be willing to watch again. Um, to pick I up, wouldn't pick up be a, willing to watch it, but um, but um, but. But, but I enjoyed watching it, you know? Yeah, it was, it was, I wouldn't watch it again by myself, but if somebody else wanted to watch it, I would watch it with them, absolutely. Um, it it was a pleasant surprise. It wasn't something I was expecting. Now, when I saw Sam Neill was in it, I was kind of thinking it would be okay. But you know what? Last week, we watched a movie with Thomas Jane and Emil Hirsch, and I thought, well, they're in it, so it's probably going to be pretty good. Nope. 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 So... So good actors don't necessarily save a movie, but um, this movie didn't need saving. It was just good, um, and I think you know. And I've seen, I've seen other movies. I need to, I need to focus, and you know, I need to watch that movie that Mitch was talking about uh, with Sam Neill out of Australia. I need to watch more Australian Wilder movies. People. Yeah, I need to watch some more Australian movies because the movies that I've seen out of Australia seem to kind of have that nice quaint story to it with subtle australian humor and that kind of stuff and i kind of like that i need to see if i can you know start watching some more movies out of australia um because the from, ones i've seen i've kind of I've, I've liked so from 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 what i've understood there um there there are very little bad australian movies and very little bad korean movies well we, you and I, have not seen a bad Korean movie yet. Of the movies exactly. that we've watched that have come out of Austra uh, out of Korea for the show, we have not seen a bad one yet. Whether it was Sweepers, uh, Train to Busan, that's um that 
reincarnation one of I, I forget what it was called with um with, God uh, with, monsters uh, gods and monsters I don't know it wasn't that but it's something like monster that monster run monster run yeah I mean the movies we've seen out of out of Korea have been pretty cool we've really oh, yeah. enjoyed them um even even space sweepers which was kind of weird <laughs> with a robot that wanted to be a girl I mean like a human girl and was looking through magazines to try to find skin matches for yeah it's just kind of weird but it was interesting it was a fun movie um so yeah I, and, and and that does not surprise me that most of your recommendations would be horror um but yeah i i've just you, you and my husband next would um will, will get along great match so, so so i just you know i i um yeah I, I need to watch more stuff out of korea and more stuff out of australia um, so I'm going to, I'm going to check in on that and, and look into some of that stuff. So, um, so yeah, so I would, I would recommend checking it out. It is a two hour movie, so it, it is a chunk of time. It's not, it's not like a quick little one and a half hour movie, um, but I would, I would say more, more hour 40, hour 45, just, just based on, I'm just, just based on if, <clears throat> um, if. If you take away the scene filler shots, the um, the 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 production stuff, and then the ending credits. Why? Well, I'm not talking about the ending credits, but I wouldn't take out. No, I I absolutely love watching Australian movies to watch the production shots and watch the scenery. I absolutely love that. I would love watching a, a, a movie in 4K of nothing but Australian scenery. <laughs> you know. So anyway, so it it was it was a surprisingly good movie. It was it, to me it ranks up there with like radius um or vast you like of, radius I didn't or vast of night, you know these surprisingly smaller movies that you weren't expecting much out of that turned out really good um so yeah, so um definitely worth checking out uh, if you want just like a pleasant movie to watch it's not it's not heavy um there's some sad parts in it there's some touching parts in it. I think there's more sad and touching parts in it than there are comedic parts. And the comedy is more kind of your subtle Australian, you know, kind of Australian outback kind of humor. Oh, uh, hold on. Oh, God, what? What about Australia do you know that's subtle? Well, listen, like, 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 for example, like, like, the, like, the, <laughs> Half like, of their animals can kill you just by looking at you. I, I didn't say their, their, their flora and fauna. I half, said their comedy. Half of their people I said their comedy. for the hell of it. I and, said, um, and, and ride a hot and ride on freaking full wheels. Oh, there, there was another one. There was another movie that I think that we watched. Um, I can't remember the name of it, but it was. It had the it had the guy from uh, IT Crowd in it, where he was like the the manager for this this these Aboriginal uh, singing group girls during the Vietnam War. Remember? Oh yeah, that oh yeah that movie. I love yeah, that, that was basically yeah that was another good one. Uh, the Gems or something like that. The Fantastic Gems or something like that. Yeah, something like that. Anyway, so that was another good one. Um, but no, I you know I think you know like Crocodile Dundee Did he Hunter one is. Of them? I think so in real life because it was based on a true story. I think so, um, but like Crocodile Dundee, his humor in those movies is kind of subtle. I mean, yes, there's some outlandish stuff, but his actual humor is pretty pretty subtle. So you know, anyway, the humor, the humor in in Crocodile Dundee come comes from comes from the vast differences in culture. Yeah. yeah anyway, um, for 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 example, well, um, um, the guy that pulls out a switchblade. Um, on, 
on Dundee. He he just he's not phased we, um, because to him that's nothing. And um and um and then he pulls out something that's basically a full on dagger. And, um and and then everybody else is just like freaking out. You know that's right, 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 that's right. the comedy of it. Right. Oh, right. Dad. I know. I know. I know. I know. Something something happened. What'd you Hold do? On. Something happened. There you go. You're... What? I was why did you mess with things? Uh, sorry, I had to. I had to go to. I had to go to the character builder page for the, for what we're gonna do next. So, and it was on this. It was on the same browser. So, it, so I fixed it. Oh, You're fine. Excuse me. Sorry about that. <sighs> Nothing like manners. Um, I what? I've, I've had two cans of soda. So, anyway, it, it's a great movie. I would check it out. Better um, than you know, I always say. And definitely, definitely better than the movie we watched last week with poor Travis. It seems like. It seems like. We when we have a guest on to watch a movie, it's always a really really bad one. It's like when Dennis was on with us. You know, we watched the Alchemist Cookbook. Um, <clears throat> I was yeah, that movie was straight up bizarre. I was watching I, I, uh, earlier this week. You know, the Botch Crew they do a, a movie party. They do a movie watch thing on Amazon um, on I think Monday nights. And so I was sitting in with them uh, this week, and they were doing League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, and, we, and we we're sitting around talking. That's a good movie. <laughs> and I told him, I said, I says Dennis. You know, because 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 um, um, Phil hated the movie, hated League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, he hated the movie and this kind of stuff. And I'm like, um, Dennis, uh, you should have him watch the movie that we watched. If he wants to see a bad movie, and Dennis is like, I will never make anybody watch that movie ever again because that means I'll have to watch it again. Not on your life. <clears throat> so, so anyway, we always seem to have really bad movies when we have a guest on, but this one was pretty good. So what we're going to be doing next month, and we're going to kind of do it for a whole month, is um, Connor has always wanted to run like a, a one-man campaign D&D with me because we because he loves being a dungeon master. He loves being the game master in, in the games, and I love playing, but I don't never get a chance to play anymore, and I never get a chance to be in any, any of his campaigns. Yeah. And, he, and he Hold on. And he writes his own, and I, I'm telling him his career should be as a game writer for Wizards of the Coast or something like that, because if you guys would hear some of his campaigns that he's written, they're more detailed than some of the ones out there that you can buy. They're great. Um, so he's always wanted he's always wanted to run like a, a, a one-man campaign for me. Um, so we're going to do That's that for... entirely the... true. Okay. See, I've always just wanted to run, to run a campaign with you. Um, you know, um, um, there, there, um, there could have been other people in the group, but I just want you... In a campaign because okay, I okay. want revenge for the crap you pulled on me when um when you were the DM and I and I was a kid. Okay, now you I didn't deprived Ron. You no, know, you you deprived Ronick Will Spain of um of of his talking wolf companion. You 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 also you also made a room that was only accessible via a nat twenty, which you got, which you rolled. Um, yes, I rolled a nat twenty, and it was empty. Because I, I had wasted that twenty. Because I hadn't written that part yet. I didn't expect. And you're and you and you. First of all, you rolled a nat twenty to find the door. Yes. Then you rolled and a nat twenty. Then you rolled a nat twenty to open the door. To open so the door. Rolled yes. double nat twenties, which, okay, that is virtually impossible to do. But you did it. So, I, I'm sorry. You could <laughs> have made condition. up something. <laughs> and not and a the, single greed of bone in your body. And the, the wolf. Dude, that's not my fault. That was I put the wolf out of his misery 
because of the arg- the two-hour argument between you and your mom's characters about that stinking wolf. So, nope, yes. I'm not taking responsibility because for Because I wanted to keep it as a companion, and mom wouldn't let me because, um, so, um, because she saw it as an abomination. So, still, anyway. I want revenge. So, anyway, so we're going to do this. And, and, and so, Connor, so for the next month, we're still going to do our movies every week. But then we're going to, Connor's got a campaign that he's written. Um, I, I am going to wear this every time I DM. Good for you. Um, where <laughs> where I'm going to create a character and run, he's going to run me through this campaign. Um, and we figured it'll probably take four episodes to get through. So we're going to take the whole month. Four of, to five episodes. We're going to take the whole month of July to do that. Um, and then we'll kick back in in August. We'll kick back our segments where we're going to have guests. And I'm going to get some guests lined up for those kind of things. Because we also got we also got Welcome to the Blunderdome coming. We've got some more ever-changing story coming. we got other things coming. So, the, But that will require yeah. guests down, this, down the road. So what we're going to do now is we're going to just kind of at least get the basics of my character created. So we know um, what it's going to be. And we've been, we've been talking... <clears throat> About this, and Connor keeps asking me about my character's name, and I'm like, I don't know, TBD, I haven't come up with a name yet. And he's like, okay, you need to name your character something that has the initials TBD. And that's going to be the the misadventures of TBD. So, my character's name is going to be Tiberian Dunhall. TBD, Tiberian Dunhall. So, although, so that's... Although, although, to be fair, fair, that's, um, that's TD. I know you, you 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 need a middle name that starts with B. Well, it's it's okay. Then I can do Ty apostrophe Berian. Ty. That's not Bir- how it works. <laughs> so it'll be something it, it, that that's the closest I could get because I mean, how Tyrone you gonna... Berius Berius Dunhall? There you go. Whatever. Anyway, so <laughs> the misadventures of TBD. Um, I have always wanted to play a monk. I've always been fascinated by the character class of monks. Um, I did get to finally start playing one a while back with some friends of mine, and then COVID hit, and we had to fell through. Well, because COVID hit, (laughs) kind of shut everything down, Um, and so I've never had a chance to really play a monk through. And that monk, even though we'd only played, you know, you know, probably four or five sessions, kind of even though there was a paladin in the group and there was this guy. The my monk kind of became the tank of the group. I don't know why it was. I don't know if it was just the roles or whatever, but I was the one that How was. How does that work? I don't know, man. I was the one that was taking everybody out because I, I guess I was getting good roles and uh, you know my key points and the the multi multi attacks per round and all that kind of stuff. So anyway, so I'm going to run a monk and we're going to run this this one player campaign. Now Connor says he's going to have an NPC companion for me. I don't know anything about that. That's going to get sprung on me at some point. I don't know anything about the campaign. It's going to happen as His it happens. His name will be Dingleberry. So there you go. So I'm going to have a friend named Dingleberry. All right. And he's going to always be stuck who, in my... He's always going to be stuck in my, stuck in my butt. the curse of the many gods. He's going to be always stuck on my butt, too. So, uh, anyway. So, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play a monk. And I've decided I'm going to go with Wood Elf. For the for the stat bonuses for the racial bonuses, so I'm gonna have a wood elf monk. So boring, you know. But see, here's the here's the thing, Connor. Here's the you could have been been a Leonin, a literal lion person. I know, but I don't want to do that. But and here's here's the thing, you have to understand something. Punchy Pussyfoot 2.0. <laughs> yeah, I could have been Punchy Pussyfoot 2.0. That'd have been funny, but <laughs> but here's the thing, 
we're two different generations of D&D, okay? Since I really played, so much has been added to the game that I don't know about. So many more races, so many more things have been added to the game that I just don't know about. I know it's... the basics, and I know that stuff. And so I kind of want to just, I want to start with almost kind of a vanilla kind of guy to kind of just, do you realize how long it's been since I've really played D&D other than that short campaign that I was in until COVID hit? Man, it's been, I it's been college. At least a couple of decades. Of, it's okay. been college. I have not played since college. And even then it wasn't oh, that much. Oh, it was mostly high yeah. school when I played. So, um, so, so, uh, so what was it high school or or college when when you and your friends had um had, had those like all night all weekend kind of D&D Oh, that sessions. was high that was high school. That was high school. Friday nights after, you know, cuz we're all band geeks. Friday night after Friday night football games, you know, they all come over to my house, we order a bunch of pizza and we sit down in the basement and we literally played Friday night after the game until Sunday morning nonstop. And when we needed to take crash and take a nap and and go to sleep, We'd say, "Hey, play my character while I'm while I'm crashing," and we would ta- we would kind of rotate, take a turn sleeping, and literally play from Friday night all day. What about uh, the DM? How how did the DM take a break? Well, we would take breaks, and he would crash, and we would just all kind of take a break when he needed a break. But um, but yeah, so we would literally play for about thirty six straight hours. That is um, my dream to one day do that. I uh, want a basement, but yeah. um, but it, but it's just that thing. Nix Nix doesn't want a house with um uh, Nix does not want a house with stairs. Yeah, that makes sense, especially as you get older. Trust me. So so anyway, I so I want to I want to roll, I want to uh, roll for my stats for my for my character stats, um, and then I want to need okay, time. So, yes. So since since I'm since I'm DM, I'm gonna give you all all of all the same. Rule rules and bonuses I, I have with all my players. So, so so with my players, I am not a forgiving DM. I will absolutely murder you if, if I roll good. So, so so that's why. Yay! My players. Oh, by the way, here's, here's, I'm wearing my monk shirt. By the way, nice. The road to inner peace so, is paved with people that I beat up. So nice. So, so when I have my players roll for stats, um, I. Um, I use a sort of boosted system. You um so, so 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 normally, he people um pe- people do do forty six and take the highest three. Mm-hmm. For me um uh, for me, you roll three d six, take the two highest, and then add six. Okay. So what I'm gonna do is what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna roll on D and D Beyond. On yep. the, on there, I'm just gonna hit the roll on there and see what happens. Yep. And and see what the numbers are, and 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 if if I need if I if I'm getting some pretty crappy rolls, then I'll go go back and re-roll using your approach to see if I get some better stuff. But let's see what happens, okay? All right. If you, All right. So, so if you want to risk it, well, let's see what happens. Let's see what happens. Let's around and find out. All right. So there's that one. I'm just gonna go ahead and roll the six. So so on D and D Beyond it rolls four D six, and then you take the, the highest rate. You know. Okay, and so what I got was uh, on the first roll, I got a five, five, three, and a one, which comes out to, if you drop the one, that comes out to a 13. Okay. Not bad. Decent. Then I got a six, 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 five. 
So drop to five. Got an 18, which is the max you can get. Um, well, dang. Then I got a six, four, four, two. So that's a 14. So I'm getting some pretty good rolls here. Um, a six, six, four, and one, which is a 16. Nice. Um, and then I got a five, three, one, one. So there's a nine. <laughs> and then I got a six, six, three, three, which is a 15. So I ended up with scores of 13, 18, 14, 16, 9, and 15. Those are pretty stinking good rolls. I think. The 9's not nine, great. Put that 9 in charisma. Oh, 100%. I don't care if people like me. Right, 100%. No, no, Dad. You don't realize um, charisma is also used for for persuasion, deception, intimidation. It's... um. Um, base, base, um, basically, any anytime you want information, you use your words, and your words are gonna suck. Okay, that's fine. So I'm gonna put the 18 in my dexterity. Obviously, obviously. Uh, I'm gonna put the um, 16 in my wisdom for okay. a, for a monk. Kind of needs wisdom. I'm gonna put 15 in my constitution. Okay. Okay. Those are my three high scores. Then I'm gonna put 14 in. In intelligence, 13 in strength, because Monk needs dexterity more than he needs strength. Um, and then I'll put the 9 in the charisma. I think those are pretty yeah. good rolls, and I think that's pretty fair. Yeah. I don't want I don't want to go completely overboard, you know, with the no, scores. But, no, um, no, but here's here's the thing. What what are your final totals after adding your racial bonuses? That's the okay. question. Okay, so strength is, uh, let's see. Uh, strength 13, dexterity 20, constitution 15, intelligence 14, wisdom 17, charisma 9. So let's see, so dad. Yeah. You, so, so, so you have an 18 and a 16, correct? Yes. So, so, um, it, it seems as, as a wood elf, you, you can add plus two to your dexterity, correct? Correct. And a plus one to wisdom. So, here's what I would do. Okay. To give you to give yourself some extra HP, um, um, I um I I will put your eighteen in constitution and then your sixteen in dexterity, so so, so then that way you you'll have two eighteen ability scores. Hmm. Okay, so let's see. All right, so if I moved, if I moved the sixteen to dexterity, mm -hmm. and I moved the eighteen to constitution, constitution, and then that would move my fifteen to wisdom. Yeah, which um which would give me a sixteen. Which, yep. Which with um so um so 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 then your dexterity would 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 go down to plus four, but um but your constitution will, will then get boosted up to plus four, and your wisdom to plus three. Okay, I, whatever, dude. You're 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 the you're the writer here. So, um, okay, I, I'm the dungeon master. 
Yeah, I know. So let's see. So yeah, strength strength would be plus one, dexterity plus four, constitution plus four, intelligence plus two, wisdom plus three, charisma minus one. <laughs> so I'm so, not yeah, gonna. So, I want so, if I want any information out of anybody, I'm just gonna have to beat it out of them. I'm not gonna be able to persuade anybody. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's fine. I'll be unlikable, except for whoever my my uh, companion's gonna be. So. Um, anyway, so and, and he's he, he's gonna owe you a blood debt. So um, I'm not gonna do any of the rest of it because I got I need to sit and think about the other stuff. You know, the background, the history, and all that kind of stuff to build the rest of the character. I need some time to think on that. But I I, I knew we could do the scores tonight. So um, some somebody named TBD, whatever his name's gonna be. Um, also, make make sure you write a backstory as well. Yeah, I know. I got to work on that. Yeah, so I might do that the long weekend. Come up with some kind of backstory. Um, but yeah, I'm looking forward to actually playing some D and D. Now you have to understand, it's been a long time. You're gonna have to remind me of some things. And you know, you know, because I asked you, and what what is it that I'm gonna ask you about? Because that I can never keep track of. What is it that I always ask you about? No. What is it? I forget. Check versus save. Oh, yeah. Okay. I always okay. get that confused. Okay. So we'll, we'll deal with that then. We'll deal with that later. We'll deal with that later. You ain't got to tell me now. But I, no, I'll... It's very simple. Just let me say it. <laughs> I'll forget okay. it. You'll have to tell me again. So. So. <laughs> so checks. <laughs> used, used your straight up modifiers associated with, associated with your D4s. I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, your D20s. Right. You know? But then checks um, include your proficiency? No, no, no. Checks, um, checks just use the modifiers associated with your scores. Saving rolls um, and saving throws then use your proficiency if you are proficient in, in that, that certain thing. score. Gotcha. Okay. Yes. All right. Well, we'll figure so, it out. Oh, Okay, so, so for so for example, barbarians are, are proficient in in strength saving throws, and, and then I believe um, either constitution or wisdom saving throws as well. Okay. So, so so if so if you are un, so if you are under a a grapple effect, um, you um you use a strength saving throw to get out of it. Okay. Um, and um, I'm and, I'm just and, ready to play. And and then that would use your 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 strength modifier, plus your proficiency bonus. Okay. Um and um and and then say you had to escape the effects of, of a fireball, which is a dexterity saving throw. You um you um since you're not proficient in dexterity saving throws, you would still only use your your regular your dexterity modifier. You know. Okay. I, I, but I'll forget. But I believe monks. I believe monks are proficient in dexterity and then wisdom saving throws. Yep. 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 So I will forget. I will forget all this. You'll have to tell me this all again next next week when I need to do it. When you say, "Okay, give me a saving a such and such saving throw," I go, "Okay, is that <laughs> just just get just just get ready, just get ready." So anyway, so so I'll have that built for next week. So we'll kind of have the character built, and then we'll kind of play next week. But before we go tonight, because we've been going at this for an we hour and a half, a we need to roll for the new movie. Um, and I've yeah, and, let's do it. All right, so we're gonna roll for the for the service. All right, um, 
and I rolled an, an 18, and we kind of replaced Max with Tubi. So we're gonna we're gonna watch a movie on Tubi because Tubi's Tubi, okay. Tubi's got some cool stuff. Um, and so we're gonna watch yeah, a movie. It really on, does. We're gonna watch a movie on Tubi, and then I'm gonna roll and see what category. All right. So I rolled a five. So we're gonna watch a sci-fi movie on Tubi. All right. And I've got okay. Tubi pulled. I've got all the services pulled over, so I got Tubi pulled up. And then let's see. We're gonna roll and see which one we want. Ooh, we're gonna go for a deep dive. We're gonna watch the 80th movie, the 80th sci-fi movie in the list on Tubi. This is the further thing. The further down we go, the darker it gets. So let me pull that up, and and uh, and then I'll play us our music, and and we'll go from there. All right. So y'all just hang tight. I'm still counting. I'm still counting. Okay. So we are going to watch the classic black and white sci-fi movie from 1957, The Astounding She-Monster. <laughs> the Astounding She-Monster. The Astounding She-Monster. Okay, then. And the tagline is, A gang of crooks has t kidnapped a rich heiress, uh, and, come, and they come up against a beautiful but lethal alien who has crash-landed her spaceship on Earth. So I, I, I have a different tagline. It's, um, it, um, it's to, gonna, um, to me, it says, Sci-fi camp goes glam as an heiress and her gangster kidnappers are set upon by a glowing blonde alien who can kill with her radium poison hands. Right. Okay. And that's probably what's on Tubi. I'm, I'm, I was reading the tagline off of um, um, IB, IMDb. I, IMDb so that I can gotcha. get some other information. So, yeah, it's 1957. So it is your classic 50s cheesy sci-fi. Um, it is only an hour and two minutes long, so it's not that long. So we won't have to suffer too much. <laughs> it's basically a long TV show. So we're gonna watch the astounding she monster next time for next time. So if you want to talk about cheesy sci-fi movies, and I'm looking at some of the screenshots um, on IMDb, and there's a screenshot of some guy giving a dog, giving a a, a a collie a treat. So I'm guessing they brought Lassie on board, and they're like, "Okay, Lassie, go find her," because <laughs> I don't I don't understand. Uh, it's gonna be fun. I haven't I haven't watched the cheesy. She's in the well, Lassie. She's in the well. I, I haven't watched the cheesy sci-fi from the fifties in a long time, so this should be interesting. So anyway, this, this movie sounds like it belongs on Mystery Science Theater. A hundred percent, one hundred percent. And there's there's nothing that says that it hasn't been. We don't know. That's true. <laughs> so, so anyway, so we're gonna watch that next time. So now, now, now I want to watch Mystery Science Theater. Well, okay. Find it. Watch it. So, um, yes, it is definitely going to be interesting, Connor. So, that's all we've got for this week. Um, thanks, uh, Jim and Mitch and everybody that, that did stop by and kind of hung out with us. Um, we're we're going to do some D&D stuff, and we're going to talk uh, female aliens So next time. And I hope you enjoyed our conversation about sheep and stuff this week. 
Um, yeah. It was so I I liked the movie. I did. So I I enjoyed pleasant. the movie. I I, was, I don't regret watching it. I I I just wouldn't actively look to watch it again. I was pleasantly surprised. So anyway. So anyway. It's so y'all like. Go ahead. It it's kind of like it's kind of like if if I still had cable I don't know I don't know any anybody who still has cable nowadays right right right, right. Um, now 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 it's all streaming services but but if I did have cable and there was something else to, to watch and I was flipping the channels and I saw this movie on I'd be like huh okay I'll okay I'll watch this again yeah you know so so anyway so that's all we got for tonight um, thanks for coming by if um, this video goes up on YouTube later on in the week um, if you want to just listen it to audio. If you just want to watch the audio, I mean, listen to the audio, you know, just subscribe to the, the podcast. You can pull right out. You can find it anywhere on any of this, the, the podcast services. Um, and we're on Instagram at Gene Pool Variety Hour. I'm on Twitter at Head Gamer. Uh, the, the podcast has its own Twitter account, GP Variety Hour on Twitter. Um, you can catch us anywhere there. I'm starting to do a few more TikToks. I've got an idea for um, a series of TikToks I'm going to do um, just for just for fun. I found a new uh, service called Swellcast, which is like a five-minute audio podcast through your phone. I might start doing like a little mm. daily five-minute thing. I haven't figured out what I want to do with it yet, but mm. stay tuned for all that. That stuff's coming down the pike. Um, we're going to do this D&D thing for the month of July, and then we'll start having guests again in August. Um, I'll be down at Dragon Con in uh, Labor Day weekend, at least for a couple of days. I don't think I'm going to be able to stay for the whole time this year, um, but I'm going to be down for at least a couple of days. Um, and so I'll have some reports from there too. So anyway, y'all have a great week, great fourth weekend. Um, don't be dumb. Don't be stupid. Be safe. Um, and come back and see us next Friday night at seven o'clock and we'll do it again. Um, and always remember, yes, 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 yes. Go before, before we go. Yes. I was about to hit you. Go. This, this is America celebrating its birthday. When, when has that ever ended in in safety hold my beer watch this exactly there you go i mean that even in our family (laughs) my own brother shot a bottle rocket out of his navel Mm -hmm. um your dad your dad used to have bottle rocket fights with his friends your dad used to hold firecrackers like the small lady fingers the little firecrackers we would hold them in our hands and just let them blow up in our hands um yeah that's that's what we would do we would, we would, okay, we would, so we would. How are oh, you even we, alive? We, we also, we also found, but of course that was New Year's Eve though. We found a dead squirrel that got electrocuted by the, the transformer. Um, and, and we used jumping jacks, the ones that spin, you know, and make yeah. all the glowy balls. Um, and, and gave it some jumping jacks enemas, um, and made his stomach ex- expand and glow. Um, and then smoke came out of its butt. <laughs> so we didn't. We did not kill the squirrel. The squirrel was already dead. We found it on hold the on, side. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah, so yeah. You, so we. You said the squirrel was died of 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 um electrocution on on the fire. On the transform. Right? Yeah, because we, we saw it. we were outside shooting off fire fireworks on on New Year's Day and and and, and we saw it get electrocuted and fall down dead. So, so that, yes. Oh. Okay. Two things. One, yeah. It probably it probably got electrocuted because it, it pissed itself scared seeing, seeing you guys fire off explosions near it's him. It's not my fault that it pissed on on the electrical wire. <laughs> and Sorry. Two, two. Do you think witnessing that helped inspire when um one of your best known known disgusting stories could have been? I all all I know is that it was quite it was quite the sight to see a glowing expanding belly and then smoke coming out the butt. 
That was an interesting. I, um, I, was... <laughs> I, I think me, I think me, me, and, um, and my cousin is... did the same thing to 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 um to Anne and Armadillo Carcass. This is and, what and Generation. This is what Generation X folks did. We did this kind of stuff. We shot each other with bottle rockets. Okay, we 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 jumped our bikes off of ramps and hit walls. We okay? fought with pine cones just just, just five feet out, outside our pine door. Cones. Remember? I played dodgeball with rocks. Okay. Don't give me pine cones. That's Those like things a, hurt. That's like a, ooh, a pine cone. I got a scratch. Um, ooh, have dodge. You ever had, have, you, have you ever had pine cone spines stuck inside your stomach like to, um, to, 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 to the point of your mother needing, needing, needing to dig in with tweezers and pull them out? Have you ever have you ever watched blood spurt in your field of view as the rock hits your top lip and you go to the ER to get stitches because you're playing dodgeball with rocks? No. <laughs> have you ever been riding a ride at the at, at one of the carnival places down in Florida and a bolt pops off the ride, hits your bottom lip, and the dude goes, "Dude, you better go to the bathroom." As blood is running down your face, you go to the bathroom and go, "Oh look, I can stick my finger through my lip. I punched a hole through okay. my lip with a bolt." Dad, Come on, man. Dad, real quick. Pine cones. How, Are you serious? How, how is Please. your face not covered in scars? How oh. is your face not covered in scars? You can still feel the scar tissue from from the from the bottom. I don't think you can feel them from the top. And I played trumpet for years after that. So there you go. Yeah, that's true. Go figure. So anyway, so welcome to Gener- Marvel. Welcome to Generation X. All right. Do we? What generation am I? I think you're like Generation Z or Y or I don't know. So he's 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 consulting he's consulting with the peanut gallery. So anyway, we're gonna go. Um, as soon as he comes back, I'm waiting on him. I'm gonna keep filling time because my son has decided to have a conversation elsewhere. So there right, we go. Bad, All right. Bad. So we're gonna go, and I we will see you guys next Friday night on Twitch at seven o'clock. And always remember, stay nerdy, my friends. It's over. Go home.